0: This daily grind, I need one. Welcome to the Grind It Podcast. You know, life can be such a grind at times, and so we're here sharing God's Word with you to encourage you to keep grinding and to not give up. It's time to grind. So here's the host of the Grind It Podcast, the old school skateboarder himself, Randall Tucker. Back in Acts chapter 11, Barnabas had traveled from Jerusalem down to Antioch, Syria, because the elders in Jerusalem, or the apostles, had gotten wind of what's going on, or what God is doing in this Gentile uh, city, this Antioch, Syria, and how the Christians, because of persecution, if you remember, they, they had traveled away from jerusalem and they had traveled down the coastline of the mediterranean sea and was spreading this news about jesus and his death burial and resurrection and they were winning people to jesus as they traveled through and they had gone from uh, cyprus to antioch of syria this gentile city and was preaching jesus and the the church that was birthed there just began to blossom and so the elders get wind of it the the apostles in jerusalem and they send barnabas down to antioch assyria to check on uh, on on what god is doing there and and when barnabas gets there he's just filled with joy and and he helps out uh, these men with with what's going on there but it, it he realizes that this is going to be a huge task, and so he needs more help. And so he remembers that Saul is living in Tarsus, his hometown, after he'd been converted. Remember, he Saul was the one who was persecuting Christians. He was there at the stoning of Stephen in Acts chapter 8, and he was the one who was going from house to house and, and dragging men and women out of their homes and busting up their families and putting them in prison just because they followed Jesus. And so he had been converted in Acts chapter nine because he, he met Jesus when he was on his way to Damascus, and and he has this encounter with Jesus. His life has changed, and he goes back to Jerusalem, he, and and the people are scared to death of him because they know that you know what he was doing to Christians and how he was persecuting Christians. And when he begins to preach about Jesus, he's literally chased out of town. And this will be a recurring theme for for Paul or Saul. Uh, all all throughout his ministry, and we'll see that here in just a little bit, because Acts chapter thirteen is actually the first missionary journey, is what most people call this chapter of Saul and Barnabas. But uh, Saul had he, his uh, new friends, his new uh, Christian friends, had helped him escape from Jerusalem. They put him over the wall, and they sent him on home to Tarsus. And so, uh, Barnabas is in Antioch of Syria, which is not too far. From Tarsus and he goes and he finds Saul there in Tarsus and he he asked Saul to come and help him with this with what God is doing this church that has started in Antioch Assyria and so Saul goes with him and the two men stay there for about a year and in Acts chapter 13 verses 1 through 3 this is what Luke says he says now in the church that was at Antioch there were certain prophets and teachers And he's going to give us five names. He says, Barnabas, Simeon, who was called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Manaan, who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said, Now separate to me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. And then having fasted and prayed and laid hands on them, they sent them away. So we're given five names of five men who had basically done the work uh, at this church there in Antioch of Syria and two of these men more than likely or maybe three of these men started this church in, uh, uh, in Antioch of Syria and uh, t- obviously Saul and Barnabas are, are, are the, the, the two biggest names and we know the most about and we'll talk more about them here in just a little bit. But the uh, another name mentioned by Luke is Menaean. Now, what's cool, you know, we don't know a whole lot about these next three people, but we do know just a little bit. And we do know that Menaean was childhood friends with Herod the Tetrarch, better known as Herod Antipas. Herod Antipas is the Herod Antipas that crucified Jesus. This, this guy that has helped start this church and was doing work at this church uh, in this Gentile city of Antioch of Syria was childhood friends with the guy who crucified the Messiah, Jesus. And not only did he crucify Jesus, the Messiah, he also beheaded uh, uh, John the Baptist. So this guy was ruthless. He was definitely different than his childhood friend, Manan, who was helping with the work going that God was doing here in, in Antioch of Syria but I I thought that was just a a, a pretty cool uh side note that Luke gives us that he was childhood friends with Herod the Tetrarch also known as Herod Antipas now these next two men uh are are special uh we don't know a whole lot about these people uh but but I want to I want to give credit where credit is due and and I want to I'm going to make a special point about these next two men the first one is Lucius of Cyrene. Um, Paul sends out greetings at the end of his letters, and in Romans sixteen verse twenty one he mentions a Lucius, and when he's sending out his greetings, we don't have any idea. We have no way of knowing if it's the same Lucius that Luke mentions here in Acts thirteen. More than likely it is, but for a hundred percent we can't say for sure. Um, but maybe it is. But that that's. That's just a little sidebar there, but what I, I want to mention about Lucius is that according to t- tradition, he Lucius was the first bishop or the first elder of the church in Cyrene, which is in Ptolemais, Africa. Now, his name Lucius means light-skinned, so it's very possible that Lucius of Cyrene, this. Elder of the church at Cyrene was a black man, and more than likely he. And, and, and there's a distinction here between Lucius and and Simeon, and we'll talk about Simeon here in just a second. But Lucius of Cyrene was, according to tradition, was the first bishop or the first elder. He was a leader of the church in Cyrene, and he was from Africa, and he was. Uh, more than likely a light-skinned black man, and that's pretty cool, because the the other guy that we're going to mention and talk about is Simeon, called Niger. That 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 is pronounced Niger. Now, in 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 the Bible days, Old Testament and New Testament, names were very important to people, uh, and in fact, it is this. In this chapter, Paul starts to refer to himself as Paul and and not Saul. And so, um, Simeon's nickname is actually Niger. Simeon called Niger. And here's the cool thing about this word Niger. Because just like Lucius means a light-skinned man, Niger actually means the black one so niger simeon called niger was more than likely a very dark-skinned black man so more than likely this is a cool fact especially in our day and time with with you know racism being brought to the forefront and and i want to talk about something you know that kind of breaks my heart uh, because i uh, well i'll talk about it more in just a second but but simeon called niger was more than likely, and some of the biblical translations call him the black man. Uh, and so, this church at Antioch of Syria that has uh, that God is doing this work amongst these Gentiles was more than likely started by these these two black men and Manaien. And so, you know, what uh, why is it important that these two men? Are, are are people of color and that they have uh, started this church uh, if you will in in Antioch Syria and, and, and I just mentioned that Lucius is from Cyrene and he was by tra- according to tradition he was the first elder of the church at Cyrene and he is here with with these men starting and helping and maintaining, the church here at Antioch of Syria, and so, when you know, here's why I say that this is—I think that this is important—that these black men started and maintained this church in Antioch Assyria, Syria in this Gentile city. It—it's it, because you know, when we think of the heroes of faith, kind of like Hebrews 11, you know, the heroes of faith. Well, when, when we think of of these great people of the Bible who've done all this great work. We 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 think of people like Saul or Paul and, and Barnabas who you know go on these missionary journeys and they travel around and that's what we're going to start talking about here today in Acts chapter thirteen. They 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 travel around and, and they start these churches and you know and God uses them in mighty ways. And we think of people like Peter and 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 John and you know the apostles David from the Old Testament. We just think of all these big names and we don't think of people like. Lucius of Cyrene or Menaean or or Simeon called Niger but they absolutely absolutely deserve credit and so I want to just take this time at the beginning of this podcast to give these men these black men the credit that they deserve because if you have ever been in church work and now talking about American churches today that they're basically i mean they're totally opposite of what you see in the new testament but even today church work is difficult it's 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 um not hard physically but it's hard mentally and it can be hard physically at times but uh it it's hard on your families and and uh, i was a pastor for a, a long time i've been behind you know the 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 closed doors and those meetings that get pretty rough sometimes uh there there's a lot of work that that pastors and elders have to do uh with families that because they're they're in care of all um all the things that's going on in that church matter of fact when uh Paul's pointing out all these things that, that's going on in his life by him being beaten and stuff. We'll talk about more about that in just a minute. But he, the very last thing that he said, he says, on top of all this stuff that I've been through, he said, I've got the care of the churches. And so there, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of people just think, well, the preacher's up there and all he does is preach, you know, and he, he just works a few hours of, of the week. But it, it's, it's, and especially if you're an elder and a deacon, uh, it's, it's a whole lot more to it than that. And so, I just want to point out that more than likely, these two black men, a uh, Simeon called Niger and Lucius of Cyrene, along with Manaean, started this work in in Antioch of Syria, and and God blessed them, and this this church that was blossomed there in Antioch of Syria just absolutely took off it exploded and it got so big that it rivaled the church that, that that was started in jerusalem by the apostles so these men god were using these black men in an amazing way and so uh um one of the reasons why i say that they probably started this church Is because of Acts chapter 11, verses 19 through 21. It says, Meanwhile, the believers who had been scattered during the persecution of Stephen's death traveled as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus, and Antioch, Assyria. They preached the word of God, but only to Jews. However, some of the believers who went to Antioch from Cyprus and Cyrene, see, they went from Cyprus and Cyrene, began preaching to the Gentiles about the Lord Jesus. The power of the Lord was with them, and the law and a large number of Gentiles believed and turned to the Lord. So, that there is Luke. You can read into that passage there that Luke is telling us that there were people from Cyrene and Cyprus that went to Antioch of. Syria and, and the Lord blessed them and they started this church and it just took off and so we know from tradition that uh, Lucius was a bishop or an elder same thing from Cyrene so it is very well possible that these two black men started this church uh, along with Manan and Barnabas got wind of what's going on down there and he goes and checks out and he helps him for a little while and then he goes to get Saul at Tarsus and he brings him over and those five men together at least for a year they're together because uh, Saul and Barnabas is going to be called out by God and sent on on a special mission so uh, let's take a break and when we come back from break I want to talk just a little bit more about this topic this is Bruce Stott one of the elders at partnership Christian Church and I want to invite you and your family to worship with us this coming Sunday check us out on Facebook or YouTube for service times and directions Thanks for listening to Grind It Podcast. Keep grinding. Coming back from break, I just want to just reiterate what what we went over in the first part of the podcast is just how uh, God was using these men, these five men that Luke mentions, uh, to birth this church there in this Gentile city of Antioch, Syria. And and at least two of these men were black men. Lucius of Cyrene because his name means light skinned, and Simeon called Niger, which Niger is his nickname, and Niger means the black man, the black one. And so, I just want to give credit where credit is due, because church work is very hard, and, you know, and we we know the heroes of the faith. We know about you know the the. the the guys who wrote the four gospels. We know what Paul has done and Barnabas and and Peter and you know and, and and people like that. But very few people probably have ever even heard uh of these men's name, uh Simeon and Lucius, and you may not have even ever considered that these men were black men. And when we're faced with what we're faced in our nation today of racism uh, I just I want to give credit to these two black men who traveled to Antioch Syria and and, and, and and tradition has it that Lucius of Serene was the first bishop of the Church of serene and, and so and Luke pointed out in a previous scripture that people from serene had traveled to Antioch Syria and more than likely it would have been Lucius from Cyrene, and since he had uh, skills in church leadership, he would have been able to start and to guide this new church in Antioch, Assyria. And along with the help from Menah and, and, and uh, Paul and, and Barnabas, because Paul and Barnabas is going to stay there for about a year until God calls them out to, to go and do some things. But before we move on from this topic, I, I just want to say this. We as Christians, we as Christians, we who follow Jesus Christ, we who worship God, who worship Jesus, and we're filled with the Holy Spirit of God, that God lives inside of us, we need to do our part to end racism. Now, I I live in the South. I've always lived in the South. Um racism can be bad here it, it can be bad but it's it's worse at other parts I, I i grew up with a, a lot of black friends uh i i used to visit what we called the hood i mean that, that's what they called it that's what we all called it and uh i used to have the bumping stereo systems i had the convertible trucks and and i would crank it up and they would my friends would be waiting for me whenever i whenever i started uh, into the hood and and I would go over to their house and hang out with them. I had a lot of black friends. I have never had a racist bone in my body. I my mind can't even fathom how somebody can be racist toward a person of color just because I'm white and you're black or I'm white and you're red or you're Hispanic, you're Asian. You know what? I I don't even understand that kind of thinking. And and if we uh, love christ and we worship god and we serve our lord and savior jesus christ then that's the way it should be and he's paul says in galatians 3 26 through 29 he says for you are all the children of god through faith in christ jesus and all who have been united with christ in baptism have put on christ like putting on new clothes There is no longer Jew or Gentile, slave or free, male or female. You are all one in Christ Jesus. And now that you belong to Christ, you are the true children of Abraham. Father Abraham had many sons. You know the song. You are his heirs and God's promise to Abraham belongs to you. But Paul says we are all one in, in Christ Jesus, it, it does not matter what the color of skin we we have. You know, I, I, I mean, I, I promise you, I'm not bragging on myself or anything, but I, I'm to, I I work in the bad part of East Knoxville, and, and I call it the hood of East Knoxville. There's shootings every day, uh, there's stabbings, there's drugs, and and it, people of color is where I work and and, uh uh, but i i've made friends with a lot of them and i today one of my stores i had a a a black man pretty much give me a hug pat me on the back and and, you know and we had a good conversation about two tattoos because he had tattoos and i have tattoos you know there's just because a person has a different color skin or they're of a different nationality or they they may have a, a certain accent that we don't have that 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 just because they're different doesn't mean that they're evil and, and we should shun them or, or treat them any different than we would treat our own people of color or our own race. I, I just I, I don't understand the uh, people's minds and concepts that, that are racist. Uh, and especially if we belong to Jesus Christ and we're one in Christ, then we should be able to get along with anybody and everybody no matter what color their skin is, because God loves that person just like He loves us, and He wants that person to be saved, or maybe they are saved. And and just like Paul said, we are one in Christ Jesus. when, When we're at the foot of the cross, there is no color. There is no skin color. We all bleed red. And our sins make us dirty and nasty. It doesn't matter what color we are. What nationality we are, we all need the blood of Jesus Christ washing away our sins, and Jesus says that He'll save anybody. That anybody can come to Him and be saved. And we ought to be able to worship together with people who have a different skin color than we do, whether we're black or whether we're white or whether we're you know yellow, red, whatever. And one of the things that 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 I see here in the south. That has bothered me ever since I was a child, you know, because we've we've had segregation, and, and 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 pretty much that has ended now, and but we still have a long ways to go with this racism thing, and I know it's a huge ordeal in our country right now, but but what saddens me is we as Christ followers we're still segregated, for the biggest part, especially here in the South. I don't know how it is outside of the South but I do know how it is in the south and and, and you know it's like the Hispanics have their churches the, the the black people have their churches and the white people have their churches now there there are some exceptions you know there are some churches where uh, the people of different race and, and different nationalities worship together but it's it's very rare because for the most part, we're, we're still segregated in the church and it, it just shouldn't be that way. Um, and I want to just throw out a challenge to, to my listeners. If you have never, if you're white and you've never been to a black congregation, go. Go visit. And you're going you're gonna to get some looks and they're going to wonder why you are there. And if you know, but I guarantee you, you're going to be welcomed wherever you go, and you're going to be loved wherever you go. If if you're black, go to a white congregation. You will be welcomed. You will be loved. It will be a culture shock because we do have different styles of worship, of music and preaching, and but we worship the same God. We worship the same Savior. And we, if we want to end racism, it's got to start in the church. It's got to start with the Christian people. And we have to break that barrier and start worshiping together and loving one another. And so I just challenge you to step out of your comfort zone and, and visit, uh, a, 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 if you're white, visit a black church or a Hispanic church. If you're if you're black, visit a, a, a white church and, and, and let's start breaking down these barriers because we are all one in Christ Jesus. And so we we as God's people, it starts with us. It just absolutely starts with us to end racism. And we have to, just like they did in the early church, they were able to put aside the color of skin. They were eventually able to put aside the Jew and the Gentile. They, they struggled with that. They really did. That was their racism. But through Christ, God brought us all together as one. And so I just want to just send out that challenge to if you would just take a moment uh, it, to, and if you don't want to go visit, if you don't feel comfortable visiting a congregation, go to some of your friends of color, whether you're black, go find a white person. If you're white, go find a black person and just talk to them and listen to their story and, and, and listen to their past and, and listen to how God is working in their lives. And, and, and what you'll soon see is you find common ground. And you build on that common ground. And the common ground is always Jesus. Always Jesus. And so I'm going to end this podcast with, with this challenge. And we're going to pick up with Acts chapter 13 in the next podcast. But uh, but again, I just want to give credit where credit is due to these two black leaders of this early church lucius of cyrene and simeon called niger great leaders and in a difficult work and god used these and, and man but he used these men to start this church in this in this uh gentile city antioch Syria. and this church grew so powerful and so big that it rivaled the church in Jerusalem that was first started in Acts chapter 2. So God used these men and blessed these men to do a great work. And I just wanted to dedicate this podcast and give them the credit that they deserved. God bless you. You have a great day. Thank you for joining us today on The Grind It Podcast. Please feel free to share this podcast with your friends and your family so that they too can be encouraged by the power of God's Word. If you have any comments or questions, just email them to thegrinditpodcast at gmail.com. Remember, keep grinding and God bless you.